Hello, everybody, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host. I'm excited for this episode. Got a lot of emails that you all sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. So excited about it. Happy New Year. Happy, happy, have a happy, happy. Are you guys having a happy, happy yet? What are your New Year's resolutions? I know we talked about this last week, but I don't have any because I don't believe in them. I talked to my friends the other day about, you know, how I last year I gave up for New Year's eating Greek yogurt. And they were like, girl, that's literally not a resolution. And I was like, I will fucking punch you guys in the face. I will punch you guys in the face. But anywho, I love my girlies had such a great week. Um, I'm sitting here next to my cat, the one and only Stanley Tucci. Big, big furry fluff ball. He's sleeping next to me. He's got, he's laying on his arms and legs, which, you know, that's my favorite when they look like an actual loaf of bread, a big fluffy ass loaf of bread, please. Too cute. Hello. And he's quite overwhelmed because we had a guest in the house this week. Um, and he just loved it. He just loved it. Both my cats, actually, even Robert loved it. And I was kind of nervous about that because I'm like, they might lose their damn minds but they were cool they were cool they were chill actually believe it or not um but yeah we had a great um time we went were out eating drinking we hung out with the girlies a few times we went out to bars and you know you know the whole spiel i did have a little bit of a of a accident and i'm going to tell you guys what happened right now and i'm not proud of the story but i'm going to tell my girls we went out to dinner one night we come back later on, we go to sleep, right? Normal, normal time. I wake up to a startling discovery. And that discovery was that I had, I had, and, 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 (laughs) you know, what I had done was I, (laughs) I farted myself awake. Okay. And I woke up and I start, and I was startled. And is this something I do regularly? I'm going to tell you, I've never done it in my fucking life, but of course there's a man here. So I'm going to fart myself awake like a, like a bear. Okay. And I woke up and I screamed at the top of my lungs and no. And that then startled him. So it's a domino effect. Now I was like, no. And he's sorry. And he goes, he was like, very confused. He's like, what happened? What, what happened? What was that? Are you all right? He kept going like that. Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Are you all right? What happened? Was I snoring? I'm like, please literally go back to sleep because I'm having a mental breakdown. Okay. And then in the morning, I was trying to figure out if, if he, how much he actually heard. Did he wake up to the screaming or did he wake up to the situation that caused the screaming? And I, and I tried to play it off really cool. I was like, oh, ha like, it's so crazy. Like, remember when I screamed last night? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, what was all that about? What was it? I'm like, wow, you really don't know, do you? So that's my thing that happened. That of course happened to me when there was a man here. Okay. And I'm not proud of it, but I, I have to share it with my girlies. Okay. Um, anywho. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. We actually went out with my friends last night as well. Got home at four in the morning. Who the hell do we think we are? 
me and all the gals staying out late. Don't mind if we do. We were, um, we were just having so much damn fun. And my, my friend, Ashley, who, who really doesn't drink liquor, she was drinking tequila. And I swear to God, this girl turned into a fucking gremlin. I've never seen someone more gremlin like in my life. And I'm sorry. And, and I, and I have told her that I did address that with her. I said, girl, you look like a gremlin. She was hopping off of, you know, uh, she was hopping around. She was skipping. She was jumping off a damn, you know, you know, light posts and like a little baby leprechaun. Um, and, and look damn good doing it. If I, if I may say so myself, but <clears throat> anywho, you guys, let's get into these questions that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. This first one says wanting straight teeth is embarrassing. Hey, Carly, love the pod. You crack me up while providing so much wisdom to us girlies. Oh, thank you so much. I'm writing in because I'm really torn about a big life decision, getting Invisalign. I like my smile, but like many others, didn't wear my retainer post braces, and now my teeth have shifted over the years. I'm turning 40 this year and really want to straighten my teeth out and feel like my best and brightest version of myself going into this new decade. But why are wearing adult braces slash Invisalign so embarrassing? I'm mortified thinking at being at work in meetings or networking events wearing my Invisalign. Like now everyone knows that I want straight teeth. It feels so vulnerable and almost like you failed at braces once and now you have to do this again like a loser (laughs) she says ha 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 I am way in my head about it but literally considering living the rest of my life with crooked teeth out of embarrassment over an adult Invisalign but then I think about the fact that I have the opportunity to fix my teeth and better myself and it's only one or two years who cares what people think uh please give me some words of advice and a dose of confidence I need to be a 40 year old woman a uh, 40 year old woman in Invisalign, not a sponsor, but after this email, maybe they'll consider it. Love you. Oh, I love you too. Well, first of all, I just want to say I, I never had braces, even though my, my mother would, would swear on her life that I did. I go, mom, the way we've actually screamed at each other about this, me and my mom. Cause she's like, yeah, you had braces for like 10 years. I go find one fucking picture of me with braces. I never had braces. She's like, yes, you did. Both my brothers had braces. I never did. And my teeth are like, you know, a little jacked up. My teeth are a little jacked up, not going to lie. But I'm like, my, I never had braces. She's like, yes, you did. She's like, I remember taking you to the orthodontist all the time. And like, you would get your braces tightened and you would cry. The way this woman made this all up in her head. I'm like, do you have a gas leak at your, at your house? Cause that never happened. Okay. I'm like, find one picture. If I had them for literally 10 years, why would I lie about that? But anywho. Um, I've been actually thinking about getting Invisalign myself and I don't, I don't think it's embarrassing. Like, honestly, most of the time I, I know someone has Invisalign cause they mention it. I'm like, I didn't even know you had that. I, you can't even see it. It really is Invisa. Well, it really is invisible, right? I don't even think having like braces, braces is embarrassing. Like you're doing something to to, you know, it's going to make you feel better. It's going to boost your confidence. You're doing something for yourself. And also Invisalign's expensive as hell. Like when I know somebody has Invisalign, I'm like, okay, she's got a good chunk of change to her. You know, I'm like, wow, this person's loaded. What do they have a boat too? You know, what do they have a freaking diamond Ferrari? You're walking around with Invisalign. Are you kidding me? That's a flex girl. That's like having, that's like having a really nice bag. (laughs) The thing about the, uh, a purse that like is your dream purse, Invisalign probably costs double that. Okay. It's a flex. I wouldn't even be worried about that. 
like wearing freaking diamonds on your teeth, for God's sakes. I went in for the consultation. They took the molds of my teeth. And I thought like, oh, well, first of all, she said that I would only have to have it for six months. And then she goes, yeah, you'll do the top and the bottom. I was like, the bottom? She's like, yeah, you got to do top and bottom. I go, I, I just want to do the top. The bottom's straight. The bottom's perfect. The bottom's literally looking so good. She's like, yeah, but you know, you want the teeth to match and blah, blah, blah. And I don't trust dentists. Okay. One thing about me is I'm, I'm like my dad where my dad thinks everyone in the world, it pretty much is a scammer. Like, you know, anytime something happens, my dad's like, that guy's taking me for a ride. He thinks I'm stupid. I'm like, dad, you, you know, you went to, you went to the freaking eye doctor. You think he's taking you for a ride? What's going on? But that's honestly how I am sometimes. And I, and I don't trust a lot of freaking orthodontists. That's for sure. I'm sure there are some honest ones out there and I'm not trying to be insulting, but hey, she's like telling me, oh, it's going to, and the amount of money was like crazy. I'm like, all right, like I'm going to do it this year, but you want to know what it is with me? I don't want to go back and forth to the dam anywhere. I don't want to go back and forth to the dentist. I don't want to go back and forth to whatever the fuck, orthodontist, okay? I never want to have like an appointment that I have to go to. But hey, it'll go by quick. And I think like you're thinking that people are going to notice it more than they actually are. And it'll probably be like bother you in the very beginning. And then you're just going to get used to it. And you're going to be like, who, who cares? Like, it's not going to bother you for the whole time you have it. And then you have a beautiful, gorgeous smile, right? If it makes you feel any better, my mom, you know, the one and only Ellen, she just had Invisalign last year. Didn't know she had money like that. <laughs> would have been nice. It would have been nice. But you know, apparently my parents are loaded and she got Invisalign last year and, um, she had it on, actually she got it off last year, but she had it on for two years and she loved it. She was always insecure about her smile and now she loves her freaking pearly whites. Okay. And she got eyelid surgery too, the other day to fix her freaking, uh, you know, her hooded eyes. So she's really on a roll. She's going to be the next damn Cindy Crawford. If I ever saw it. But anywho, I, I think you're thinking too much into it. And I totally get it because I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I'm kind of prolonging getting them because I'm just like, oh, I, don't, I don't feel like going to the dentist, talking to somebody with my damn mouth open with that stupid hose in my mouth, for God's sakes. It's like, get a new, please. Anywho. Okay, you guys, just a word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Factor. Start off 2023 with your own personal chef. Factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers to your door so you can enjoy chef-created, dietitian-approved meals minus the hassle. These are fresh, never-frozen meals. They are delicious and nutritious. I absolutely love these guys. Their chef's choice options always taste great and are really simple. They have calorie smart and keto options. Factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track with your goals. They now offer 34 meals per week and over three dozen add-on options. Each factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Head to factor75.com slash secretkeeper60 and use code secretkeeper60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code secretkeeper60 at factor75.com slash secretkeeper60 to get 60% off your first box. All right. This next one says the 31-year-old virgin. 
Uh, hi, Carly, longtime fan. I watch you on Girl Code and follow you on Instagram and think you're absolutely hilarious. Oh, thank you so much. I swear to God, one of the only videos that makes me cry laughing is the one about you making fun of Rudy freaking Giuliani. Uh, however, I just discovered this podcast and I was like, why have I not been listening to this the whole damn time? Well, honestly, thank you so much. I'm glad you're here now. Um, I saw there were so many episodes, so I just picked a random one to listen to from last year. As I'm listening, I'm just laughing to myself in my apartment alone. And then you started to read one of the girl's emails and my heart stopped. And I was like, wait, did I disassociate one day and write this email myself? I literally started to tear up as you read the email because the girl was so similar to me. And I swear, I thought I was the only one out there to feel this way. What are the odds that this was the first episode I chose to listen to? So basically the girl had written in about, she was in her late twenties and still a virgin and was wondering if it was a red flag for a guy um, if they met a girl who is not experienced, I'm 31 years old and have never had sex. And I have been self-conscious about it my whole damn life. When I was younger, I was always anxious about being vulnerable in that way. But as I got older, I started to get anxious about how I was still a virgin at my age. My hope is to find someone who I'm comfortable with and who would want to start a relationship with me. I'm not trying to be completely in love with a person before having sex. I just want to be comfortable. But dating just makes me so gosh darn anxious. I have found out that I have found that the guys I'm attracted to only want casual sex, which always sucks. I've gone on dating apps and almost all the guys I've met ghost me once I tell them I want to take things slow and wait. It's very frustrating, lonely, and upsetting. As I've watched all of my friends have relationships throughout the years, sometimes I just feel like something's wrong with me and I feel like it's holding me back from moving, moving forward with my life. I've never told anyone about this except for my best friend, my mom, and of course my therapist who I recently started to see for this issue. I've always lied to all my friends when the topic of sex comes up and never told any guy either just out of fear of being rejected and ghosted, but that seems to happen anyway. Anywho, my question is, when is a good time for me to tell a guy that I want to wait slash that I don't have much experience? Also, how do I even bring it up? I just want a boyfriend so freaking bad, especially because I never really had one. One, one of my friends once introduced me as his chronically single friend, and I almost punched him in the gosh darn face. If you or any of the listeners have any advice, please let me know. Um, and then she says, P.S. I've been binging your podcast and the episodes I've been listening to. You and the girlies were talking about how gross guys' bathrooms are. Um, it makes me remember this time. It makes me think of this time I was in a guy's bathroom um, when I met him a few years ago, this guy invited me to his apartment in Queens. When I went into his bathroom, I noticed it was very clean. However, I'm sitting on the toilet and I look directly across from me and I'm like, wait, what in the actual fuck is this? This man had a stained glass window in his bathroom, just like you see in church. I was like, what in God's name is this? So I look around and notice the damn bathroom is designed like a church, the wallpaper and everything. What? There were candles and pictures of Jesus. You know when, what? You know when you're at church and they have that thing on the wall with holy water and you just dip your hand in and do the sign of the cross. That was in his bathroom. But wait, it gets better. I look up to the ceiling and there's a replica. Get the fuck out of here. There's a replica of <laughs> Michelangelo's freaking painting in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> I lost it. I left the bathroom and asked what the fuck that was. And he just said it was there when he moved in and he wasn't phased by it. Of course, I took a video to show my friends, which I have attached to this email. Oh my God. I'm clicking it right the hell now. 
Oh my freaking God. See, first of all, that is so Queens and no disrespect to anybody from Queens, but that's, that's some shit that like some guy from Queens is like, yeah, you know, I want to make sure my, I'm comfy in the bathroom. I want to be close to God. (laughs) Some guy named Joey. Some guy named Joey. I want to feel close to God when I'm in the bathroom. Oh my God. No. Oh my God. I'm watching the video. It literally is the marble. Oh my God. Not the Sistine Chapel, not the actual church pew. I'm dying. Wow. Wow. What a sight to see. What a freaking sight to see. Holy crap. It's also very much like a man to like not fix that. Like he's just like, yeah, no, it doesn't really bother me. It's just like, you know, whatever. Bunch of stained glass. Who cares? (laughs) Some holy water. (laughs) Little holy water never hurt anybody. I'm a straight man and I don't give a shit. Um, Wow. What a moment in time. But okay. Let's get back to your question. I think that I think that the best thing you can do, well, okay. So your first question is, when is a good time to tell a guy that I want to wait slash that I don't have much experience? Um, And to that, I would say, I think a lot of times when we go out with people, right, we give them way too much power. Like we think like, oh, he's in control of where this goes. And I think you need to flip it and switch it. You should make it like, I'm going to decide if I want to be with this person or not. I'm going to decide if I am attracted to him, if I want to hook up with him, if that's a conversation that I even want to have with him. I think that we just like kind of surrender power to people that definitely don't deserve it most of the time. Right. And I've been there before too, but look at it as like, you're in control of the situation when you have a great date, like, and a really great date, not just the type of thing where like, you're in a space where you want to be in a relationship and you're feeling this pressure to be in a relationship for the first time. And like, we end up putting ourselves in a mindset where we're like, we'll settle for any, like not settle for anything, but like, we'll settle for less than what we deserve and what we want. And then you end up just like in the long run, resenting the person. If you just jump into something, cause you want to be in a relationship. Right. So I think the way you should view it is just like, you're in control. You're trying to figure out if you even like him or if that is, you know, a road that you want to go down with him. Even, even the conversation itself. But when you do get to that point with someone, which I'm sure you will, um, I think the best thing to do is like, it, it'll come up, right? Like you're at, you know, you, you're on a date or you go back to someone's apartment and you're watching a movie or you're doing something and you're just kind of like, uh, one thing's leading to another. And you could just be like, hey, I just want to let you know, these are my boundaries. This is what I want to do. I want to take it slow. If that's a problem for you, like literally kiss my fucking peach while I'm walking out the gosh darn door. Okay. And you don't have to say it that way, but you know what I'm talking about? Um, because somebody who's gonna like ghost you or not be understanding of your situation, uh, is really, really cannot stress this enough, not your person. Um, and that goes for anybody whether you're a virgin or not, if someone's just like, that's what, that's all they want. It's just how, what, what fun is that going to be for you in the long run? So I think if somebody is like not 
um, doesn't respond to it in the way that you would want them to, then that tells you everything you need to know. And they, and they spared you and they, and they didn't waste any more of your time. That's kind of how I feel about getting ghosted. I'm like, I kind of like it, man. Like, I don't, you, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You think I need to talk to you again? Like, I'm good. I, I, I just don't know why, like people don't like it. I love a good, I love a good ghosting. You know me, I'm a, I'm a freaking ghost hunter. I don't care. Please ghost me. I'm good. I have, you know, I'm, I'm good. Uh, and then your next question was, how do I bring it up? I think it's, I, I think it's something that you could just like, be like, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm a virgin. I've never, I've never hooked up with anyone before. And like, that's it. You know, you don't have to give the whole life story. I'm sure like, it, you know, if it comes up and it feels natural and that that's fine, but you could just say I'm a virgin and I just want to wait. That's all. And they'll be respecting of it. They'll, they'll be respectful of you. Respectful to you. Jesus Christ. My, my brain is scrambled eggs. Um, but don't settle. Don't settle. Anyone out there. It's not, um, not everyone is our person and it's better off that way. Right. Cause we look back and we go, Ooh, she was feeling it. You know, sometimes my friends will bring up someone that I dated. First of all, I don't even remember them. Um, like that never happened. <laughs> I'm like, that never happened. And, and when guys say that they've dated me, I'm also like, that never happened. Like, I don't even remember that. Uh, I have amnesia, but you look back and you're like, I was, I was going through a little something, something there, you know, depending on the person. So don't settle. We also have our babies, our angels, our everythings. Osea, you already know how I feel about Osea, but here we go. I'm going to tell you again. 2023 is going to be all about you and your self-care with pra- with products that are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate neutral, enriched with seaweed and made in California. Osea makes it easy to achieve your skincare goals. You guys know I absolutely am obsessed with Osea. This is one of these um, brands that I've known about since before they started working along with the podcast and I will be a forever customer. I bought my mom a couple of things because I was like reordering a couple of things that I had run out uh, like right before Christmas. And then I bought them for my mom. My mom damn near screamed at the top of her gosh darn lungs saying, Oh my God, I love this stuff. I've been buying this stuff and I'm obsessed with it. And I even made my sisters buy it. I'm like, wow. Okay. So the word's getting around that Osea is in fact for the girlies. Um, Osea's TikTok famous Undaria algae body butter is next level body care. It uses ingredients normally reserved for your face like seaweed and ceramides to transform dry skin to smooth, soft, and supple skin. Not only does it work, but it feels fantastic too. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. And right now they have a special discount just for my girlies. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code secret at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order. You know we love a sample in this house. And free shipping on orders over $50. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code secret for 10% off. So this one says, dating a neighbor. Hello, Carly and the kitty cat babies. I just heard a story about the listener who's hesitant about dating her neighbor. And boy, do I have a story for you. It's a long one, but I promise it relates. 
so in college, I went to, I went on a study abroad program one month after breaking up with my boyfriend of two and a half years, two weeks into the trip, I start flirting with this guy, um, on the trip with us. We were spending every day together, visiting all of these beautiful places like Florence and Paris. Our first kiss was in front of Il Duomo, not Il Duomo. First makeout was on the lawn in front of the Eiffel Tower. And then things got real freaking spicy in London. We stayed in Berlin for two months where we danced till the morning every weekend. And the rest of our friends were also on the trip. I was, it was a whirlwind romance for sure. He even jokingly proposed to me with a plastic ring out of a gumball machine in front of everyone. Oh, how cute and sweet is that? Sounds like a movie. Eventually, we had to go back to normal life and our winter semester back in Boston, where he decided to pick an apartment building right behind mine and my roommates. We even had rooftops that we could wave to each other from. Needless to say, things were not as romantic in Boston as they were in Europe. He ended up dumping me very abruptly. The whole relationship was about nine months. Um, Then he ended up getting involved. Oh, with a girl the year below us who looks suspiciously like me. He definitely had a type. So now I had to spend the next four months seeing his stupid face every morning because we walked to campus. Then on the weekends, we had to see each other at every party because we had completely fused our friend groups together, not to mention uh, we came home to the same. Oh my God, this is my nightmare. We came home to the same block and could see each other from our roofs uh, where I used to smoke and talk with my friends. That all sucked, but eventually I ended up back in a very happy relationship with my first ex. He did a full 180 and actually made up for it. Uh, A lot of things that happened in the first relationship. We're getting married in September of 2023. Ooh, congrats. So my neighbor ex had to watch us being all cute as hell and being a very cute romantic couple. Um, when he was around. So living next to my ex was terrible, but also extremely gratifying if you love a little drama. The pros are also, if it goes well, you can save a lot on gas money. And if it ends badly, he'll get to watch your redemption firsthand. The cons are, if it ends badly, you will know everything he's up to as well. Kiss Ryan on the lips. Uh, Yeah. See, I don't know if I would... (sighs) I don't know if I would want to be that close to someone. I'm kind of like, if I break up with you, please move to Australia. Because I don't even want the the option of me bumping into you on the street. Mm -mm. I'm all set. I'm all set. Let's see. Oh, hold on. Okay. Okay, so this is a follow-up from last week. This says job recommendation for the girlie who's leaving teaching. Hi, Carly. I'm listening to the pod and wanted to give a recommendation to the girl who's leaving teaching. Teaching technology, uh, I'm sorry, education technology, aka ed tech, is an emerging field in SAAS, software as a service, SAAS. During the pandemic, with the rise of online learning, these companies grew their staff and their product offerings to help support schools. And though most students are back in the classroom, the field is still hugely important. Um, I have a friend who works with an ed tech company and loves it and, and loves the passion that her coworkers have because the majority of them are former educators who truly are passionate about their students. Um, this kind of job is a way to continue helping children without actually being in a classroom and a position this girl should look into um, something within the customer success department. In the roles that you are working directly with clients and school district administrators, leadership, and head on educators. I hope this was helpful. Love you since your girl code days. Oh, thank you so much and was a day one potty listener, but I've never had an occasion to write in before. I'm a Capricorn, LOL, so love me a good business recommendation. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much. 
Thank you so much, you guys. Um, let's see. Okay, let's get to this next one. And yes, if anyone ever, um, if you guys ever have like a follow-up, you know, you can just always email and, and I'll read it on the potty. So this one says falling in a ditch and another Parvati girl. Oh my God, not my special oil that, by the way, I get DMs from you guys every single freaking day because all the girlies bought it. And I promise it wasn't sponsored. And I promise I don't sell the shit. Okay. But, but my girls took my recommendation and I'm a damn customer from them too. Uh, okay. So this says, hey, Carly and the kitty cats, longtime listener uh, and fan. I've been following you since the girl code days and pretty sure I saw you at the Laugh Factory in New Jersey with Chrissy D. LOL, not me calling him Chrissy, but pretty sure this happened in like 2010 or 2012, unless I'm making that up. But it was way back when you guys dated. Oh, God. Hey, why are you guys going to bring stuff up? <laughs> why are you guys going to bring in stuff up? Not me turning Italian. Okay. I'm pretty sure it happened, but either way, uh, you were the cutest girly back then. Oh, thank you so much. Writing in for the first time with an embarrassing story that no one would ever know if I wasn't writing into the potty, but when it happened, I died. <laughs> and was like, this is my time to write in. So a little bit of a background story. I'm a zookeeper. Oh, cool. That's a really fucking cool job. I want to do that. I applied to work at the Bronx Zoo and they didn't freaking hire me. That was about 10, 15 years ago, but still kind of upset about that. Um, so getting into situations like this are not uncommon for me, but before I get into it, I know if I don't tell you what animals I work with, you'll be wondering and have follow-up questions. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm a bird keeper. Ooh. And work with 43. Yes. I said 43 parrots, a few cranes, some emu and a couple of birds of prey. I'll do my best to attach some photos of me and the birds. Oh my God. Wow. Stop. These birds are stunning. Birds are so pretty parrots are you kidding me my next life I'm gonna be a parrot how freaking gorgeous are they so she says okay time for the story I'm behind our crane exhibit where we all keep our cleaning tools and mind you I'm in the exhibit that's the farthest from the bathroom and I'm like shit I really gotta freaking pee fuck it no one can see it I'll just go back here side note I've done it a bunch of times um before I knew I wasn't gonna trek up to the bathroom or wouldn't make it because I had to hold it in too long which is another issue but anyway I go pee like off the ledge and a few drops um to straight uh, then I'm sorry that drops down to a straight up ditch like two or three feet down with fallen branches and debris and all the pee from the other times I pee down there uh, and then she puts ditch photo attached below I pull my pants down and go to grab the freaking pole to brace myself and squatting off the ledge and I legit fly backwards now fly backwards into the ditch and I'm so shocked that I'm like okay all I all I could feel that happened was a big ass scratch on my perfect peach. Oh, not the damn peach getting damaged. But I laid there for a minute in the branches and leaves like what the fuck just happened to me? And two, could you imagine the horrific things that could have happened that I'm that are grateful didn't? Very, very true. That could have ended real bad. You could have had a freaking stick up your butt, my friend. A stick could have went up my ass or my vagina. Yes, very true. Uh, I could have knocked down someone who would eventually have come looking for me and found me knocked out with my pants down 
in the crane barn, the horror, thank God that didn't happen. So after I climb out, I made sure I was okay. And that there were no bugs in my pants. I literally left for at least 20 minutes and was like, I must tell Carly. I hope you and the girlies can laugh out loud. I'm sorry that was so long. No, it's totally fine. Um, she says, P.S. about the perfume when you recommended it and described it. I ordered it immediately and have been loving and obsessed with it and getting all the compliments. Someone said I smell like home and my husband is obsessed with it too. Oh my God. Thank you for the bomb recommendation for the potty every week and uh, making my Monday V traffic commute filled with laughs and dread, LOL, uh, laughs instead of dread. <laughs> Oh God, you guys, I uh, love you so much. Kiss your right on lips. Here are a bunch of photos. Oh God, I got to see this ditch that she fell down. Oh my God. See, you want to know what? I would have peed, I would have peed down there too. It, it's, it's, it's private. There's like a fence. So you got to just stick your booty off the side and take a pee, but she, she slipped. My girl slipped. Oh my God. How damn funny is that? Jeez Louise. Um, okay. Let's see. This next one says, question for the potty. I love you. Well, I love you too. Hi, Carly and our Kings, Stanley and Robert. I'm a day one listener and absolutely love you and the pod. If you actually read this on the pod, I might actually poop my pants and then have to write in again for a shit crap ins. Um, <laughs> I have a friendship issue that I've been dealing with and I think it could really help others dealing with similar issues. I'm 29 for context. I have been setting a boundary with one of my best friends who I absolutely adore. I work from home, but I have a stressful job. So I try and stay off my phone until the end of the day to limit distractions. My friend texts me throughout the day and she'll text multiple texts about different topics. So most of the time I have to reply until after work um, or during my break. She'll also call or FaceTime me, even though I tell her that I can't talk every time we're on the phone. Um, uh, hold on. Sorry. Why do I keep losing my place? The emails are doing this thing where they're like loading and then they load a little bit each way and it freaking screws up my spot. Anyway, so she says, I tell her every time I'm on the phone, I can't talk during work and I'll reply when I'm done. She also calls me every night to catch up. Don't get me wrong. I love being on the phone with my friends, but I usually work late. And by the time I'm done with everything, I just want to unwind and watch some mindless TV with my kitty cats instead of being on the phone for hours. Sometimes I'll also visit my family who live in a different state and she'll call me and then I'll tell her, um, I can't talk on the phone and she'll say, Oh, no problem. But then call again a few hours later, my friendship means the world to me. And I absolutely love and adore my friend. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I've been really overwhelmed. I get really anxious if I check my phone and see her texts and missed calls. So instead of focusing on work or doing what I'm doing, I'm worried and anxious about responding. She can then take things um, really personal and I'm not sure how to go about this. Love you. And thanks in advance for the advice. Um, you want to know what I've had a friend like this that was like contacting me. This was years and years ago, but she would like, she would hit me up all day, every day. She would hit me up all day, every day. And listen, I'm on the phone with my friends, like all the time. I love FaceTiming. Like I talked to my best friend on FaceTime, like two hours a night. Like we call each other every night. Like, and we're always like chit-chatting like a bunch of old, you know, old ladies. But if you're at work, she needs to respect that boundary. If you just literally have to tell her like, girl, I I've been really distracted at work lately and I'm, and I'm getting a little overwhelmed. Would you mind only texting me when I'm off from work? Like save it for me. I can't wait to talk about it with you, but if you could just like hit me up later on or like, you know, 
if it were me, I probably would just like say like, girl, I'm really, really busy with work. I can't talk because she already knows that. Right. So how many times are you going to tell her? She's like, obviously not, um, like changing the way she's going about reaching out to you. But I think I would just like have her muted and check it once a day, check it at night when you're, when you're vegging out or when you're about to, you know, like go to sleep, just browse, you know, browse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just skim through. And then if she says, cause she's gonna, she's going to be like, why haven't you been answering me? You just have to say like, I've been really, really busy with work and I'm trying to focus when I'm working from home and it's really distracting. That's all. Who's going to argue with that? I don't think it's going to ruin your friendship. I, I don't think she's going to take it the wrong way. I think that it's perfectly understandable and healthy uh, boundary for you to set. You know, I would have her, you know, muted during the day and then check it at night before you go to bed after you've already done all the things that you want to do, eat your dinner, watch TV, chill with the kitty cats, and then at the end, skim, skim it. Um, but don't beat yourself up over it. You know, we all have to have these boundaries and, and they're healthy boundaries. They really are. Um, cool. All right, you guys. All right, you guys, you know, I love you. This was a fun episode. So happy to chit chat and talk with my girlies. Um, love hearing from you guys. You can always reach out to us at secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. If you have any uh, questions or stories or shit crappins, or you want to send me pictures of your birds or your cats or your dogs or whatever, you know, we love to see it. Um, but anywho, I love you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye.